Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 109 of Go Tell to the Wall Podcast. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we've got an action-packed episode for you tonight. We did miss an episode last week. I, I always say that, miss an episode. We didn't miss an episode. We missed a week. We did not record last week. We didn't go live last week. We are back to full strength this week. Uh, my wife was actually in China I had a two-year-old crawling all over me for a full eight days there, and uh, it was, it's just it's too tough to get in the studio for an entire episode when it's just me and the kiddo. Uh, and at the same time, it's a good thing because I could spend some some quality time with with my daughter. Uh, but yeah, it's it's hard to get in here for a full hour. It's it, it's easy enough to get some work done and get some stuff out there. Just getting in the studio with a kiddo, even if she's in the bed, it's like I mean, she was fussing it up right before I came in the studio tonight, so that's just not going to happen. But we are back to full strength right now with episode 109. Uh, got a lot of stuff for you, but we, of course, kick things off always with social plugs. You can keep up with Go Tell to the Wall uh, during episodes, before episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple places, multiple locations, I guess you could say. Uh, one of those would be Twitter. Head on over to Twitter. Uh, follow the official Go Tell to the Wall account on Twitter, which is at Tell the Wall Pod. You can also follow my own personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. That's right. Follow both of those at Tell the Wall Pod as well as at Magic Muppet. That's right. On Twitter, make sure you're you're keeping up to date on everything. All new episodes get posted through there. New face, Facebook, new YouTube videos get posted through there. All kinds of good stuff. And of course, we are currently live on Facebook. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Go Tell to the Wall. Make sure you like our page. Uh, that's going to also keep you updated on all episodes, all new things happening with Go Tell to the Wall. In fact, we just posted a, a bunch of new photos up there this week. Uh, so if you haven't been on the page yet, make sure you, you head on over there, like our page, and check back often for updates. Of course, YouTube. We're on YouTube. A bunch of new videos went up on YouTube this past week or so as well. Uh, head on over there to YouTube.com, and of course, just search Go Tell to the Wall. You're going to find our channel right there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you check back often. New content coming up there. At, at the very least, weekly new content is going up there. I'm talking about a couple of them, but sometimes there's a week where like 10, 15 new videos go up because we just become backlogged with everything and everything's got to be thrown up there and it becomes craziness. So make sure you are subscribed on YouTube, uh, especially if you're someone that, that doesn't like to uh, just listen to the audio. You like the videos because all of our live feed videos, all of our teaser videos, all that good stuff goes up there. And of course, our parenting playlist, our mental health playlist, which was recently added. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, and all of our beer reviews, that's where you're going to find all of the beer reviews. Uh, so make sure you're, you're, you're keeping up to date and finding new tasty brews, getting parenting tips, and, and of course, uh, helping to stop that stigma with mental health. Uh, and of course, our website, that's right, SeanOroarkLive.com. Make sure you bookmark that, check back often. That's where you're going to find things you won't find anywhere else. Uh, we have pictures up there that you won't find anywhere else as well, as well as blog posts and a bunch of other good stuff. That's going to keep you most up to date. In fact, you're going to find links to those other social platforms that I just mentioned right there on SeanOroarkLive.com. So remember that one above all else and just bookmark it, and that's going to be your one-stop shop for everything. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon page on there. That's right, Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, this is a, a website, a service that's set up for artists and, and, 
and I hate the word, but influencers, broadcasters, all that good stuff. And you can actually support the podcast financially. Uh, even a dollar helps, dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it might be. And there's some awesome perks on there for you to get. You can get some stickers. You can get your name mentioned uh, during a podcast episode. You can even get your name up on the official wall supporters board here where we have names. In fact, I got to get some names added on there. Um, I, I was looking at some numbers and realized like, oh, shoot. There's a couple more names that got to go up there because they've, they've hit a certain tier. Uh, so that's going to be happening soon. But make sure if you have the means, please help us out financially. If not, make sure you just listen, share, subscribe, do all the things. We are literally everywhere. Everywhere you can find podcasts, uh, you're going to find Go Tell Us the Wall with one exception, and that's uh, SoundCloud. I don't I don't pay the fees for SoundCloud. Uh, but you can literally find us like everywhere else. And it, almost weekly, I find us on a new platform. Uh, in fact, iHeartRadio has started doing podcasts, and, and you can find Go Tell Us the Wall even on iHeartRadio. So if you use that app, you know, whatever it might be, just make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, drop us a line, whatever it is. Even that helps if, if you're not someone that wants to help us out through the Patreon page, the Patreon campaign. So uh, as I mentioned, new, a new, whole new playlist got added to YouTube uh, in the past week, and it's the Mental Health Playlist. It is dedicated entirely uh, to mental health, mental illness, uh, and, and stopping the stigma around mental illness. And so please, please make sure you check that out. I'm, I'm very proud of that one. A lot of it is clips pulled from the show, and that's also where we're going to be featuring Mental Health Mondays coming up here soon, uh, as soon as we start getting all those videos recorded and edited and thrown up on the site. So please, please, please check out the Mental Health Playlist. Uh, on YouTube, even if even if you don't suffer from a mental illness, uh, you you probably know someone that does. And even if you even if you think you don't know anyone that does, it's just it's just good general knowledge to have uh, to help reduce that stigma around mental health. And we're gonna get into some more mental health as usual uh, during the episode here. All right, one more thing before we get into the weekly rant, and that would be the beer this week. Uh, this one is a tasty brew from Golden Road Brewing. Brewing, not brewery. I still say everyone should just get on the same page there and either be brewing or brewery. I don't care which one. Uh, it is the Hazy LA IPA. And it's funny, when I actually, when I picked this up, I thought it was going to be like a, a definitely a more hazy, uh, you know, these juicy, hazy IPAs that we're seeing lately. Uh, but it's, it's not as juicy as I anticipated given the name Hazy LA IPA. Uh, and I think it's, it's, it's a little hazy. It's a little juicy. It's more of a West Coast hazy IPA, uh, not not like these juicy IPAs that you're seeing a lot of, and it's 6.8%. I love supporting Golden Road. They are a local Los Angeles brewery. Uh, it's brewed in Los Angeles. However, people are going to come at me and say, well, no, they were bought. I realize they were bought out by a larger company. The good thing is they were bought out. I can't remember which one, but they have been able to do a lot of their stuff. Just They kind of let them be, and they're just taking money off it. I, I highly recommend Golden Road Brewing. Uh, Despite the fact that they are not a uh, not technically a craft brew anymore, they have a great tasting room here in Los Angeles. So check them out, and if you get a chance, check out the Golden Road Brewing Hazy LA IPA. I do love that it's called Hazy LA IPA because the haze in Los Angeles most times is is pollution and smog. Uh, so Hazy LA IPA. It's even got the got one of the freeways on there. It's probably the 405. Uh, there's not enough cars for that to be the 405. That's probably like the 210 out there in, in uh, <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga or something. Not seeing enough cars on there. Uh, so check them out. Golden Road. Highly, highly recommend Golden Road despite the fact that they're not officially a true craft brewer anymore. And it's the, the Hazy LA IPA. Tasty. Mm. Definitely an IPA fan, or an IPA though, so that's for the IPA fans. I know sometimes I come on here and I'm like, ah, it's an IPA, but it's, you know, if, you, if you're not super in IPAs, you might still like this. <laughs> that one's an IPA. <laughs> Just put it at that. It's an IPA, 6.8%. Enjoyable if you enjoy IPAs and you enjoy Golden Road Brewing and kind of semi-hazy, juicy, 
IPAs because it does have a little fruitiness to it. Just not as much as I anticipated with a lot of these juicy, hazy IPAs that are coming out. All right, let's let's get into our weekly rant. Man, the weekly rant for episode 109. This one's been getting me for a few days. I'll be honest with all of you. And the funny thing is, I actually agree with a lot of things coming out of this and, and, and kind of the education, the understanding. The problem I have with this situation that's going on right now, and I'm sure you've seen it in the news once I get into it, is we're always so ass backwards when it comes to things in this country, in the entire world, but especially in the United States of America. And what I'm talking about right now is the potential ban on flavored vaping products. You, you've seen it in the news. You know, the, the, the CDC came out and said, stop using vaping products, all this other stuff. We did have some deaths. I, I mean, it's terrible to say. Uh, it, it, and I feel for, for those families that have lost a loved one. Four people have died uh, because of a lung disease that, that, that has apparently popped up because of vaping. Here's the thing. We don't really know for sure. Here are the, the facts. We don't really know for sure what is causing this. There have been illnesses that popped up. A few people have died. It's very unfortunate that people have died. We do know a little bit so far that some of these cases have been people purchasing third third party aftermarket cartridges, stuff that's not coming tested. It's not coming from a reputable company. So right there, we see one of the problems, one of the problems right there. People are purchasing things illegally. They're not purchasing from a reputable seller, from a company that's having things tested, from a company that knows what they're doing. That is number one. So as much as we don't know everything, we don't know a ton of things, we do know that. That has been the case. And sure, all of the cases of people falling ill have not necessarily been these these illegal, these third third party, different market cartridges that are coming out and all that good stuff. I understand that. I understand that. And I understand that these things are unhealthy for you. I, w I was a smoker for, oh, Jesus Christ, I was a smoker. For the majority of my life, I was a regular smoker. Regular smoker. Here's the thing. The e-cigarettes, the vaporizing, is the one thing that was able to help me quit real cigarettes. I quit real cigarettes over four years ago, and every once in a while, I'll have one when I'm hanging out with certain friends. But I, I don't smoke real cigarettes. You'll never catch me just sitting around by myself having a, real, uh, having a cigarette. I, I won't do it. I, it's just, it's not enticing to me. In fact, I have finally hit the point recently, and this has come up on weekly rants before, where I, I really don't even like the smell of cigarettes unless I'm in a situation where, you know, okay, we're out at a bar, we're at a concert or something. Okay, yeah, no, it should smell like like cigarettes here. This, that, that's part of the atmosphere that we're going into. But when it comes to just walking around there, I can't stand it. I don't want to smell it. I, I, I have neighbors on either side of me that smoke, and I can't stand it. I just go right back in the house. If I, even if I'm working on the yard, whatever, right back in the house. So I get it that these are bad for you, but we've obviously seen benefits. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, it's safer than real cigarettes. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. But I do know from my own personal experience and the experience of other people that it has helped with their smoking cessation. It has helped with their smoking cessation. And then on top of that, I've always said all along, all along, it's not something that kids should be picking up. It is a thing for smoking cessation. It's not a thing that even an adult should pick up. You shouldn't be a 35-year-old person and be like, I think I'm going to start using this jewel just because it looks cool. It's not. It's not. Nicotine smoking, it's not cool. It's not fun. It's not good for you. It's unhealthy. And I think that's where we're running into these problems is people, they're not smokers and they're picking these things up and they're just going crazy on them. Whether it's kids, whether it's adults, whatever it might be, their lungs aren't designed for that. My lungs were designed for that, being a smoker for 20 years. Literally 20 years. Smoking. So we, you need to, we need to look at that aspect of it. And like I said before, I don't disagree. 
They're bad. But do we ban all of them? Should we ban all of them? No. This is a knee-jerk reaction to everything that's happening, to these four deaths and these 450 or so people that have gotten sick from it. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but how many people have been shot to death this year in mass shootings? In El Paso, it was, more, it was 22, 23 people. That's one of the mass shootings and five times the amount of people that have died from, from vaping. From vaping. Again, I get it. It's not good for you. But here's the bottom line with all... With, when, it, when you just boil it down to everything. Boil it down to everything. And, and look at it even in a black, from a black and white perspective. We've had cases where people got sick and even died from cartridges, vaporizers that weren't tested. Basically, essentially, like you're buying it from from a drug dealer like you did back in the day. I mean, like you still do. I don't know. Do people still do heroin and stuff like you're buying it from a drug dealer? You don't know what you're getting. So by banning all of these flavored things, what do you think people are going to do? What do you think teenagers are going to do? What do you think adults are going to do? They are going to go buy those untested cartridges and vaporizers from third party people and not know what the hell they're getting. And that's the bottom line on this. Do I agree that vaping is probably bad for you? Hell yes. You're putting things in your lungs that's, that's not oxygen. Yes, it's probably bad for you. But are we, is this an absolute knee-jerk reaction? 110%. How many mass shootings in the United States of America this year? And we do nothing about gun control. Four people die from, vapor, from vapes. Vapes, as the kids say. And we're, we're getting ready to ban them in the entire country. It's mind, it's mind blowing how we prioritize things here in the United States of America. And, you know, I said bottom line is they're going to go get them third party and they're going to get like, like you're going to a drug dealer and everything else. We have never moved to ban tobacco cigarettes. Never has there been a move to ban those. Yet we're so ass backwards as a country that we're looking to ban vaporizers. Uh, I would also say one more thing on that. I want to say, do some research before you just share things on social media. A lot of people can be triggered by these types of things. Don't just share willy-nilly because you see an article and you're like, oh my God. Do some research. Understand what you're sharing. That's of vital importance. If, if, if the entire world could just do start doing that a little bit, we'd be much better off on social platforms. Much, much, much better off. Uh, and the last thing I will tell you on that is I actually do still use a jewel on occasion and uh, I've hit a point. I've got a couple cartridges left and personally, I'm going to completely give it up. I'm, uh, as soon as those cartridges are done, I will be absolutely done with the jewel and I'm picking up some of those nicotine lozenges uh, to, to help with some cravings this weekend. Nonetheless, prioritize. Let's think and let's do better when it comes to spreading information and when it comes to protecting ourselves and our families and, and society as a whole. Let's do better. That way I won't have to rant about these stupid things on a weekly basis. All right, trending on social. That's right. Mm. Trending on social. This one got me fired up the other day, and I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that if they saw it, they got fired up, and if they didn't see it, they're going to get fired up when they hear about it right now. So Burning Man uh, happened recently. Uh, it ended... Uh, Good Lord, I'm losing track of time here. Ended almost uh, two weeks ago. But of course, stuff comes out of there. 
And I've said before on this podcast, I can't stand when people post on social platforms from the burn. Put your phone away, put it in a waterproof, dustproof box, and don't touch it for the entire eight days. Don't touch it. If you have kids at home or something you need emergency, like go check it once in a while. Don't be posting on social media. It was a DJ named Diplo who apparently goes to Burning Man. I don't care for the DJs out there. In fact, most of the DJs I very much dislike because they do disrespectful things. Don't even get me started on that other, uh, that other, there's like two guys that are DJs and basically shot a, uh, shot a like album cover in front of the temple. Just get like, get, get the hell out of here. And if you don't understand what that is, don't worry about it. Imagine if someone goes and shoots like an album cover disrespecting a, a, a cemetery. I think that's the best way to put it. And that's what these guys did. And DJ Diplo, Burning Man is decommodified. We don't, there's no sponsorships, there's no restaurants, there's none of this stuff. So Diplo, while he is on his way to Burning Man, uh, is doing like one of those stupid Instagram story things. And in his Instagram story pops up a photo of him uh, getting off of a private airplane with the Popeye's chicken logo on the side. He's carrying two big bags of chicken. And he made it seem like he had just landed at Burning Man with these two big bags of chicken and essentially being paid by Popeye's to do this. Paid. Paid. And commodifying uh, what should be completely decommodified in Burning Man. Uh, and burners just weren't having it. Burners just were not having it. And I don't blame them. Uh, and DJ Diplo, Dipshit, whatever. I'm just going to call him Dipshit from now on. DJ Dipshit. Uh, you're kind of the douchebag of the week, maybe the month, I don't know, you're the 2019 Burning Man douchebag of the year, that's for sure. But I digress, we just just need to ignore these people. Speaking of ignoring people, <laughs> that orange menace, that guy, yeah, that's right, and Chrissy Teigen was recently in the news, if you're not familiar with Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen, go Google her, uh, she, she's very fun to follow, she... She's just very has 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 a kid, and she's married to John Legend, and and she's just very fun and and witty, and just one of those great people that to follow on social platforms. You know, watch she uh, ah, she's like on that uh, that lip sync battle show. She's on a few shows. She's very entertaining. Well, the other day, the Orange Menace decided to tweet tweet something out, uh, and called out John Legend as well as his foul mouthed wife. Did not tag Chrissy Teigen, but tagged John Legend. She, of course, responded back by calling him a, and I quote, pussy-ass bitch. Don't hold that against her. She's usually more creative than that. Uh, and, of course, because of this, everyone ran with it and started going crazy with hashtag pussy-ass bitch president. Of course, also hashtag filthy-mouthed wife and hashtag team Chrissy. Everyone very much had her back. Uh, and it's just sad that the Orange Menace, this is what he does with his time. He, he sits... In the White House or at his resort down there in Florida or wherever the hell else he is. And he just rage tweets. Rage tweets shit. And it's astounding to me that there are still people out there that think he is fit to be the president of the United States of America. It's astounding to me. But that's the world we live in. And I told you, this country is so ass backwards that he's probably going to get elected for another term. And I'm just preparing myself for it. I'm essentially preparing myself to move uh, to another country. And it's probably going to happen. I can't. I can't be. I can't be around this much racism in this country anymore. I. Just, I can't. It. It hurts me to be around this. This amount of racist people within this country. And. And I live in California. Good lord! If I lived in Alabama, I don't know what the fuck I'd do. I. I don't know. I don't know how people do that unless you're just a racist son of a bitch who likes to shoot guns and, you know, then you do enjoy Alabama. Me personally, no. 
All right, some more uh, trending on social right now. There is uh, these Australian travel bloggers. It's a couple. They do a lot of travel blogging. They're influencers, in finger quotes there. Uh, but they're travel bloggers. They travel around taking photos and videos and all that good stuff. Uh, they actually were recently detained in Iran. Iran. That's right. And Iran. That's no offense to Iran. It's just whenever I say it like emphatically like that, it reminds me of the song, Iran so far away. I know. It's no disrespect to your country, Iran. I, like, honest to God, it just makes me think about that. But they were de- detained in Iran. Uh, these travel bloggers from Australia. One of them is actually a, a dual dual citizenship, uh, uh, English and Australian. And it was for using a drone without a permit. They were using a drone to, to shoot videos in Iran. Uh, and apparently there you have to have a permit to use a drone. Yeah. So again, and this comes up so much, we have these influencers, these travel bloggers, uh, that are they're going out of their way just to get a shot to put on Instagram or whatever platform, particular platform they use. And the most important thing is always understand when you're in a foreign country, understand at least to an extent what the laws are. You know, you get busted by a silly law, okay. But here's the thing with drones. You shouldn't just go flying them up in the air wherever you are, especially in a foreign country. In fact, there's a lot of restrictions on them here in the United States of America. And it's something against Iran, but they tend to have stricter laws when it comes to certain things compared to the United States of America. Now, of course, the United States of America has stricter laws compared to them in certain ways. Uh, But when it comes to filming with a drone, just use common sense and understand the laws when you're in a foreign country, especially in the Middle East. You know, it's like going to Mexico and breaking a silly law and you're like, well, I didn't know. And now you're in a Mexican jail for two years, you know. Uh, Anything for a shot, though, right? Anything for a shot. Uh, all right, I got a couple hashtags to share with you this week. Hashtag lowered expectation songs. That's right. Hashtag lowered expectation songs. You can tell what that is, and this is people kind of changing the the words around on some lyrics or on an actual song title. And this one I, I particularly enjoyed. I will share it with you from Twitter. Uh, hashtag lowered expectation songs. And then she asks me, do I look all right? And I say, yes, you look okay tonight. For those of you not familiar with Eric Clapton, uh, that would be an Eric Clapton song. And he says, you look wonderful tonight. So, of course, I came up with a couple of mine uh, for hashtag lowered expectation songs. Not feeling this. If you're a Blink fan, you know they have a song called Feeling This. Not feeling this. Can you tell I was a little lazy on this one? Uh, And, of course, the great rancid song Roots and Kinda Radical. Roots and Kind of Radical from Rancid. Those were my two that I wanted to contribute. I didn't actually tweet them. I, I don't tweet a ton of these kind of things. I just I tweet things that come up in my head, and I'm like, oh, you know. But I did enjoy that. And, and check it out. There's some funny ones on there. Um, yeah, no, there's a bunch on there. I'm just going to leave that to you guys to, if you want to laugh on Twitter. Uh, another hashtag that's floating around right now. Hashtag, I knew it was a scam when. I knew it was a scam when. Uh, this one... There's a lot of good ones out there. There's a lot of people that take it quite seriously. The first thing that this got me thinking of uh, was, where is it? This one I enjoyed. No, I want to share this one with you. Uh, Hashtag, I knew it was a scam when she said, you've always had the power to go home, but let her risk her life and the lives of her friends on the chance she might take out a rival. Hmm, Glinda the Good, My Left Shoe. That one's from... uh, DT2 Comics Chat. Can't read these freaking Twitter handles. 
Uh, and of course, what I thought about immediately was all the people that voted for the Orange Menace, and they're like, now they're looking back and like, I knew it was a scam when he made it sound like I was going to be rich, and I'm still not rich. Yeah, you got scammed. All of you people that voted for him, unless you're filthy rich, you got scammed. You did. You did. Just accept it and move on. All right, let's move on to some entertainment news. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm. Funny thing happened this week. If you're a punk rock fan, pop punk fan, and a little bit of an emo fan, I guess. Uh, So Green Day came out and announced, finally, finally, I've been talking about this. I said, there's there's an album coming out next week, and it was a freaking photo album. Well, no, there's an actual musical album coming out. It's coming out in February 2020. We've got a few months to wait. Uh, They did release their first song. Uh, The new album is going to be called Father of All, and a word I'm not going to waste one of my F-bombs on right now, Uh, but it's basically Father of All, and they put out a new song, new single that you can find on YouTube. Uh, You can, of course, also download it. I think it's on Spotify. I don't use Spotify, but I know it's on Google Play, and I know it's on uh, Apple Music right now, so you can download it. Uh, You can also pre-order the new Green Day album, which I will be pre-ordering. I just always feel... I like pre-ordering an album, like, two months out i just i always feel weird order like pre-ordering an album five six months out i don't know why of course if you pre-order an album you're going to get that the first single that came out so i will probably do that in the next day or so but it's just always so weird to me when it's like five six months out but new green day album coming out i know bridget is super excited that is her absolute favorite band she's not on the live feed right now but i know she's super excited because like i said that's her absolute favorite band and then of course with an equally big announcement that came out this week regarding Green Day, the Hella Mega Tour. That's right, Hella Mega Tour, and people are like, "Hella, yeah, Green Day. They're from the they're from the Bay Area. They're from the East Bay. So Hella makes sense. It's the Hella Mega Tour. It's headlined by Green Day. They're also bringing along a few bands to play with them. That's right. One of those bands is Fall Out Boy. The other band is Weezer, and yet another band that they have included last minute. This was we kind of heard rumors about this. Didn't know this fourth band was going to get added until like the big announcement came, and then everyone went, "Oh!" And that fourth band is the incomparable Interrupters. That's right. The Interrupters are playing. This is going to be a stadium tour that's happening nationwide. Huge stadium tour hitting a stadium near you, depending where you are. If you're in the Los Angeles area, Southern California area, uh, they're playing Dodger Stadium next June, June or July. I mean, we're like a year away from all this stuff, but tickets do go on sale next week. Uh, Get your tickets next week through Ticketmaster. I believe it's a Live Nation concert tour, Uh, but get those tickets through Ticketmaster. Make sure they are going to sell quick and they are going to be expensive, and I'm going to be taking out a second mortgage on my house to buy some concert tickets. (laughs) No, they're not that expensive, but I'm going to... Drop a good chunk of change there. Uh, probably bring my wife as well because I know she will enjoy some some Green Day as, as well as some Fallout Boy and definitely some Interrupters. Uh, and hopefully also get Bridget um, to, out to that concert as well because she is a big Green Day fan. We'll, we'll be enjoying it. I'll probably talk about it from now until next. <laughs> Not every episode. Don't worry. Uh, but this is big. If you are into some pop punk, some punk rock, some, a little bit of emo, Fallout Boy is a little emo. I saw it on a couple sites and they were like, bring him back the emo. And I was like, Green Day's not really... Like, maybe a couple songs? Like, I'll give you Weezer a couple, a few songs, but Green Day is not emo. Just because Billy Joe wears black eyeliner doesn't make him emo. Come on now. All right. A little more music news, too. Oh, this one's fun. 
Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. If you're not familiar with Trent Reznor, he is the the man behind Nine Inch Nails. Uh, he's the lead singer, obviously, but he, he's also the producer. Nine Inch Nails is, is electronic rock music, uh, so he, he's the mastermind behind that. He actually won an Oscar uh, a few years ago because he had written a score. Uh, I can't remember which film it was, but he'd written a score for a movie and actually won an Oscar. He's an Oscar winner, Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. Uh, well, hopefully going to be adding to that award shelf this coming November because he is officially nominated for a CMA award. That's right. Not familiar with CMAs? Yeah, Country Music Awards. Yeah, Country Music. Everyone out there is like, what? How is Trent Reznor nominated for a Country Music Award? Well, here's the thing. Uh, he actually... So, for those of you not familiar with kind of how music industry works, and I, even I'm not fully, uh, there's that song Old Town Road, Old Town Road, which has been nominated for a few CMAs, uh, and because they sampled a, a particular Nine Inch Nails song that belonged to Trent Reznor and one of his producing partners, uh, they are actually also nominated for the same country music award. It's fantastic. I just want to see Trent Reznor in a cowboy hat. That's really what I'm going for here. Uh, throw on that cowboy hat, go attend the CMAs, Trent. Uh, everyone will think it's awesome, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I might watch the freaking CMAs. Nothing against the CMAs. It's just I'm not in a country, so it's like... And actually, to be honest, I don't watch any freaking award shows. I don't watch any of them. I don't I don't watch any of them. And I literally have friends that that work on some of these award shows. I still don't watch them. I don't. I just don't do it. Uh, so it's it's not going to start anytime soon, but if you're into it, uh, check them out and maybe I will watch the uh, the CMAs this November simply just to see uh, just to see Trent Reznor hopefully wearing a cowboy hat cuz that would be kind of fun. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago, The Righteous Gemstones, new HBO show headed by Danny McBride. It's actually been out for a couple weeks now. Uh, I don't know, and I haven't had a chance to watch it. I'm still ca I'm catching up on all these freaking other shows. I'm, I'm I'm still watching Veronica Mars. My wife and I are watching Veronica Mars. I'm trying to get through all of that. And and it's also very nostalgic for me because I I realize every episode I watch and I'm like, "Oh, they act oh, they actually did shoot this in San Diego." Uh, but the Righteous Gemstones new new show on HBO actually already got renewed for season two. Season two of that thing's coming out, so if you've been watching it, look forward to season two eventually coming out. And you're still in season one, so it's not like you're you're in this weird desert plain of, of no righteous gemstones. Uh, and if you haven't watched it, highly I would I haven't watched it yet either, but I would highly recommend it because HBO has already renewed it for a second season. And like I said before when we talked about this, Danny McBride uh, plus HBO is is just always gold. It's always good, it's always gold, it's good stuff, it's comedic gold. Just check it out on HBO. Oh man. I am thinking about not going to do it. If I didn't have a kid at home, maybe I would. I'm thinking about just canceling my Disney Plus subscription before it even freaking starts. You know, I talked about this. I, we paid the three years up front because we made it so cheap and everything else. Well, we got an announcement this week from The Hollywood Reporter that the Muppets, the Muppets Disney Plus uh, series has been scrapped, completely scrapped. Uh, unfortunately, there were some creative differences between Josh Gad uh, and 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 the creator of the show. I don't have his name, Adam Horowitz. Thank you. That's needed right in front of me. Uh, and part of this is is stemmed from a change of leadership within uh, uh, Muppet Studios, which is kind of it's this weird, funky thing. And they've always had this back and forth because Muppet Studios is its own entity, but it's owned by Disney. But then you still have Henson Studios. It's a whole weird thing. So that's been scrapped completely 
for now. Uh, no word of anything coming out soon, but I'm really hoping that it comes back somehow. And I think Disney realizes the fan base that they have for the Muppets and the Muppet Show and all the original Muppets, and hopefully they are just going to start developing something else. I will be disappointed if it's not Josh Gad. I mean, that guy's fantastic, and he's, he's just like, he's built for a Muppets comedic series, especially something that's going to be slightly geared toward adults, uh, you know what I mean? So hopefully he gets back on too, and I think this is just a matter of, there's a new head of the, of, of uh, Muppet Studios that came in, and, and they're bucking heads a little bit on the creative side of things, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but some good news for those of you that are Disney fans, specifically Star Wars fans, uh, really, if you live out of state, uh, the, the Star Wars Coke bottles that we talked about a couple weeks ago were being banned by the TSA on all flights. Uh, they have actually reversed course on that, and the TSA is now allowing people to fly uh, with the Coke bottles. Those are the, uh, see, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know Star, there's like a word for it. It's a thing, and it's a bomb. It looks like a bomb, but there's an actual word for it, and I'm just, I don't have it right in front of me, and I'm not uh, big enough of a Star Wars geek, and if Chris was on the live stream right now, he would have popped it out to me right away, but you will be able to fly with these uh, if you come visit uh, visit Disneyland here in Southern California and want to take it on the plane uh, back with you. So, trash collectors, rejoice, because it's freaking trash. It's a freaking Coke bottle. Uh, mine went in the trash at some point. My wife, I, and it was interesting. I thought it was cool. My wife brought it home. Uh, showed it to me, and I saw it, and I was like, cool, and now we can throw it away. And apparently people are making Christmas ornaments out of them. Christmas ornaments. Yeah, that's a thing. I'll tell you, do, do you guys know how much those glass are like? <laughs> I don't know. You're basically, like, you're promoting Coke and Diet Coke on your Christmas tree, for the love of God. And Sprite. They got it in Sprite. Honestly. Ugh. What is this? Oh, oh, this one's exciting as well. Netflix recently announced when Shit's Creek will be hitting uh, the the service, the streaming service there. Season 5, season five specifically, seasons 1 through 4, I believe, are already on Netflix. That's I watch them on Netflix. Uh, that, that's how my wife and I watch Shit's Creek. Uh, but season 5 will be arriving October 10th. So if you watch uh, Shit's Creek on Netflix like myself, you'll be able to watch the newest season as of October 10th. So look forward to that. And if you haven't watched Shit's Creek, it, it's a fantastic show. It's a fantastic cast. Uh, they're moving into their final season, which is going to be season six, which is coming up in the next few months here. I don't know exactly when that launches. Again, I watch it on Netflix, so I'm a little bit behind. Uh, but fantastic show. Check them out. Great, 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 great cast. Just just unbelievable cast. Oh, Apple TV. Apple TV. That's right. Apple TV Plus was announced this week with that big Apple event. And we do have a cost for Apple TV Plus. Finally, it's going to be $4.99 a month, $4.99 a month for Apple TV Plus. That is cheaper than most streaming services that you're going to come across for the most part, uh, especially compared to basic streaming services uh, because it's just like they're some of these are even the basic streaming on uh, Hulu is $5.99 a month. So you're talking even cheaper than that. The one weird thing is it's all original content. So keeping that in mind, and again, you, you know how we here at Go Tell to Wall feel about all these streaming services. I bit the bullet with Disney Plus because I got a two-year-old at home. And I'm not doing any of this other shit, especially not Apple. Nothing. How I dislike Apple uh, and all that stuff. But it, it's, this is just more, it's all original programming. They're not going to have a backlog of stuff. Like, you know how you can go on Hulu and you can, you know, watch whatever show or you used to be able to. Now everything's getting pulled. But same with Netflix. And you go and you're like, I never watched this show from the 90s. I'm going to watch this whole thing. That's not happening on Apple TV. It's all original stuff. 
However, that being said, uh, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg has signed on as well as a few big actors uh, have already signed on with Apple TV Plus for projects. So there's going to be some good stuff coming out. It's just, is it a like, do you want to spend another $5 a month? You know, I'd be curious. I'd really be curious. People write into me, email through SeanRourkeLive.com. I'm curious how much people spend uh, on like streaming entertainment a month. Because I, I feel like you just you sign up for these things, and everyone's guilty of it. I'm not, this is me chastising. It's just, you, you end up signing up for these things, and you're like, well, it's $4. Oh, that's $4. That's $4. That's $4. And suddenly, you know, you have Spotify and Hulu and Netflix and all these other things. That, you know, Google Play Music, Apple Music, whatever it might be that you're paying money for. Really curious. Like, are people out there paying like $200 a month for just, just streaming services? Especially if you get like sports packages and you got cable and all that stuff. I, I just, I'd be curious who's paying the most. And there's got to be someone out there paying like $500 a month just for a bunch of stuff, you know, like Spotify premium and, and Apple music and all the other good stuff. Plus like the street, you know, it's just, I'm sure there's someone out there paying like that much money. It's probably dropping the bucket to them. Uh, and then there's probably someone out there paying like a hundred dollars a month and they don't realize they're paying like a hundred dollars a month. Cause it's all just like automatically charges your credit card, takes that out of your account, whatever it might be. So I'm really curious on that. What are people paying? What are you guys paying out there? I should do the math on mine. Maybe for next episode, I'll do the math on mine. Mine's not crazy, though. We got Netflix and Hulu at home. Uh, and then Amazon Prime Video, but that's... I don't know that we would pay for Amazon Prime Video if, if it wasn't just included with Amazon Prime. We have Amazon Prime because of, Am like, the delivery service. Uh, yeah, we, that, that's it. We don't have other... Like, I don't pay for streaming of Spotify or any of that kind of stuff. You know? That's the other... That's the other just quick side note for all of you out there. Uh, I don't know what it costs to get Spotify premium every month, uh, but do a little math when, when you realize that you can buy songs for 99 cents and you can buy albums for $10. Like the Green Day album that's currently up for pre-order, it's coming out in February, it's, it's $9.99. So it's in, I'd be interested also that comparison of if you're paying $10 a month for Spotify, wouldn't you just rather buy an album a month? And that's Spotify Premium. You can still use Spotify. You're going to get some commercials in there. You're gonna, you know, Maybe you're not going to pull every exact song you want. It's a thinking moment there, wall fans. Common sense. Common sense. Oh, J.J. Abrams. We got news out, news from him this week. And actually, news from him and Warner Media. He has finalized a massive production deal with Warner Media. We don't have numbers on it. Somebody threw out a $500 million deal uh, for it. And it's actually, which other people have said, no, no, no. It's not quite that high. Uh, we don't know exactly how much, but... We do know that he has signed on exclusively with Warner Media. Uh, Bad Robot, now, which is J.J. Abrams' company, actually has a, a deal now officially as of, well, a couple days ago when it was announced, but now through uh, 2024. Uh, and, and, and this is what's happening right now is all of the big studios are, are pulling in talent, just like uh, Netflix with Benioff and Vice. Uh, you know, they're all pulling in this this talent and Apple TV Plus with Spielberg. I don't think he's got an exclusive deal with Apple TV Plus, but he's working on a project for him. Uh, they're amassing this talent uh, to then duke it out over the next few years here, which is really what we're looking at. They're going to duke it out, and I'm just going to sit back with some popcorn, watch a little Disney Plus, maybe some Moana with my kid, and be like, just let me know when the dust settles, you know, and then I'll figure out, like, okay, I'll get rid of Netflix and Hulu, and I'll just use this, or I'll keep it. I'm just going to wait for the dust to settle, and that's what's going to happen. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. The new Dark Crystal series. Again, I actually haven't watched that one yet either. I'm waiting for my wife to get back from China, and there's just too many things going on. I got a two-year-old, blah, 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 all the things. It's too much. It's too much. But I did find this one really interesting, and I think you all will too, especially if you're a Henson fan, a Muppets fan, a, a, a Labyrinth fan, a Dark Crystal fan. 
So the current, uh, the current design supervisor for Dark Crystal: The Age of Resistance is oh man, I don't have his name right in front of me. And I, that's terrible. I feel bad not using his name. Oh, Toby, Toby Froud, Toby Froud, Toby Froud. I think that was his name in the freaking movie too, Toby. Uh, so, Toby Froud, who is the again the design supervisor on Dark Crystal: The Age of Resistance. Get this, wall fans, common sensors, was actually the actual baby, the baby, the little baby in Labyrinth, sitting on David Bowie's lap. He was the baby in Labyrinth, and now he is the design supervisor on Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Talk about full circle. I, I thought that was so cool, just so full circle. I'm glad he, he you know, still has an interest in that industry. I hope, I hope he's not just like, I just do this because it's a job, because goddamn, I want to be the design supervisor on freaking... Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, that'd be great. And I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's very excited about it. But I found I thought that was really, really cool. And just, like I said, talk about full circle. And just, that guy's lived his life, like, kind of in Henson. He, he was a baby in Labyrinth and, and now working on uh, uh, Dark Crystal. Fantastic. All right, one more thing here in entertainment news. This one I just, I, I always find these interesting. Uh, ESPN and ABC versus DirecTV, that's right. They are in another negotiation standstill. Uh, Disney, essentially ESPN and ABC, uh, which is owned by Disney, are in another negotiation standstill with DirecTV. Uh, and it's funny because I noticed this this last weekend. Uh, both networks are running ads. ESPN uh, as well as ABC are running ads telling DirecTV customers uh, that they could potentially get blacked out on ESPN because of this negotiation ploy. And, of course, DirecTV came out and said, I can't believe Disney's doing this. And it's like, they do it every freaking time. Everyone does it. Like, you didn't expect this. You know what's going to happen. Uh, and they are, they are getting crazy with it because uh, I was watching ABC with Antenna. Antenna. I was watching a college football game this past weekend on Antenna. Not even on cable or, like, DirecTV or anything. On Antenna. And I got the message scrolling across the bottom, which I was kind of, I was a little bit irritated about because it was like, all right, you know, hit me, hit me, hit me with one of these messages at the beginning of the game. That's fine. But, it, like, every 10 minutes, it's like, scrolling across the bottom. It's like, come on, guys. You're still making money off selling the commercials because you're not, you're not putting the scrolling during the commercials. How about you just calm down on it while I'm trying to watch a freaking football game? You know? And I was watching a Texas game, so it was, I'm, I'm like actually watching it instead of just in the background like I do with a lot of college football games, NFL games, really, any games, <laughs> unless it's a Pats game, uh, University of Texas game, among a couple others. You know, just depends. All right, let's move into some mental health. I don't have anything too groundbreaking this week, but I, just, I want to talk about a couple of these things uh, that have been coming up and I think are very important, especially regarding one of my favorite bands, uh, and we'll get to that in just a moment. So mental health, teens and social media. Uh, there's new research out that actually says teens who spend three hours or more daily on social media have double the risk of mental illness. Double, double, double. Uh, and the study was of 6,000 6, 12 to 15 year olds. 6,000 12 to 15 year olds. And that's what we found, potential for it to double. Now, of course, there has been some pushback because there's no baseline here. You don't have kids that didn't have social media and, and you have the baseline studying them and then they do have social media. So I get that part of it. I, I really do. But at the same time, we know that from studies that it can have a negative effect on your mental health and, and mental illness, can can lead to mental illness. Uh, there's also the other side of things, and, and this was something that really came up as I was looking into this this week, uh, were teens who are, sh especially teens, but especially teens who are shy in social situations. 
are actually able to blossom a little more uh, when it comes to social media. So there is a fine line. There is a fine line between the benefits and, and the negative effects of social media, social platforms, whatever it might be. And you know what the bottom line is? It's moderation. Moderation. That's all it is. Every, everything should be done with moderation, with the exception of breathing oxygen. Even that should, that should probably be done with moderation, right? You know, like concentrated oxygen might be, I don't know. I'm not a doctor here, folks. I'm not. I'm not. But everything with moderation. Beer, computer time, television time, social media time, moderation. And parenting and just understanding your children. Talk to your kids. Talk to them. Don't just let them sit in front of a TV or computer all day. Talk to them. You know? Go out get some ice cream. It's always good good activity with kids. Get some ice cream. Grab some lunch. Talk to your kids. Especially if you've got, like, teenagers, man. Talk to them. I know it's tough. But talk to them. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It's just like that... Uh, oh, I can't even remember that quote right now. And I'll go back a few episodes. And, and Oh, no, it was from Shameless. It was from Shameless. He says, how, how do you be a good parent? And Kevin says, just, just fucking love them, man. And it's more than just loving them. But show them that you love them. I think so many teenagers out there would, uh, would benefit from this. You know, I was fortunate enough to have, to have loving parents at home. A loving mother and, and then a, uh, a loving father uh, later in life. Because if you've listened to podcasts since the beginning, you know I have a biological father who, uh, who was not a good person. Uh, but fortunately, I had a, a dad who stepped in and, and, and was a very positive influence on my life. Oh, Facebook. Oh, the Facebook. Always doing things. Now it looks like Facebook uh, is, is, is looking at the possibility of removing like counts on Facebook. Now, we talked about this recently. Instagram was testing this out in a few countries, uh, and now Facebook is looking to test it out. There's a high likelihood it's, it's going to happen. Uh, and it sounds like from what I'm seeing that the likes, like counts aren't going to completely go away. They're just not going to be right in your face. And of course, this is, as we talked about before, uh, and they're following in the footsteps of other platforms and keep in mind that Facebook literally owns Instagram. They're the same company. Facebook owns Instagram. So they're probably testing it out on Instagram and then now they're going to, you know, test it out on Facebook. Uh, and of course it is, it is for, uh, it is for the benefit of people's mental health. Again, I, we, I talked about this a few times recently, Go back and listen, but now it looks like Facebook uh, is going is going to be doing it as well. And in fact, Twitter actually did this recently, where they were hiding likes, and people actually went crazy. People went a little crazy and complained. And the thing with Twitter is they didn't take them away; they just didn't have it right there in the thing. They didn't have it right there. You had to kind of you had to click on the thing, and then you would see the likes. People still lost their minds, thought the like button was going to be taken away. And here's the thing, wall fans, common sensors. If you're one of those people where you're going, no, 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 they cannot take the like counts away. Don't take the like button away. I want you to sit back right now. Sit back right now. Look at the ceiling and contemplate. And I'm being serious with you. Anyone out there listening, contemplate why you are so concerned about a fucking like count on your fucking social platforms. Why? Why? Is it because that's how you value yourself is based on what pe how people see you on social platforms? You're only going to share things that everybody likes? That's my favorite thing on social platforms. I swear to God, and I've said this before. Remember the whole Ariana Grande thing? She tweets a cupcake and a million people retweet it. It's a fucking cupcake emoji. 
But it always cracks me up too when I'll tw- like tweet something, which isn't that often. I don't tweet a lot. I don't do a lot of twittering. And I'll tweet something out. And maybe it's funny, maybe it's not. But then I look through my feed and I'm like, well, it's definitely funnier than all this shit. But people are retweeting the shit that everyone's liking. They're retweeting, well, because Ariana Grande tweeted a cupcake emoji. Think about that. Look at the ceiling and ask yourself why you are so concerned about like counts. Because you shouldn't be. Simply shouldn't be. Oh, Blink-182. Yes. So much Blink stuff. Uh. A lot of news coming out. That album's coming out next week. Tour's wrapping up here. This one I got really excited about. Uh, This actually came out last week because this week is, uh, oh my gosh, what is the exact terminology? Suicide Prevention Week. That's that's the week we are currently in. I believe we're reaching the end of it. Uh, So Travis and Mark from Blink-182 actually did a, they opened up, did an interview recently, and Mark mostly, uh, because I believe he wrote the song, talked about the meaning behind Adam's song. If you've never heard Adam's song, go and listen to it, check it out, it's on YouTube, Uh, and it, it's, very much about Mark dealing with his own mental illness, with his own faults, and pushing through that. I encourage you to check it out. We'll, I'll probably share the uh, the interview clips on the Facebook page, probably not the Twitter. We'll do it on the Facebook page. Uh, and then, of course, he talked about, because it's 20 years ago that song came out, he talked about the importance of reducing the stigma, and that's why he was doing this interview, was to reduce the stigma around talking about mental illness and mental health. And I always love seeing uh, people with with celebrity people that have a little bit of clout uh, coming out and being open and honest about these things. And, and we know if, if you follow Travis at all, he has, has had his own struggles. I mean, Jesus, the guy almost died a bunch of times. Uh, the greatest thing about this is Blink has partnered with an organization called I'm Listening uh, to promote Suicide Prevention Week. And this is a, a suicide organization uh, that that spends their time and money um, li- minimizing, not minimizing, uh, talking about the importance of suicide prevention and hopefully minimizing the amount of suicides uh, within within our country, within the world. All right, uh, I want to get through some parenting stuff real quick because these are a couple of important things that I think need to be talked about. Uh, Amazon toy safety testing. We had an, we had some some news come out recently from Amazon, and it looks like toys get listed on Amazon up sometimes up to weeks before safety docs are even requested from third-party sellers. So we don't even know that these these toys have been safety tested. And the reason I bring this up and the reason it's in parenting is keep that in mind, parents. You know, if you're buying a Fisher-Price thing, an official Fisher-Price thing off of Amazon, you're probably good. But when it comes to third-party sellers and everything, you don't know that that's been safety tested. Remember a few years ago, we like kids were getting lead poisoning from toys that came from China. I actually know all about this firsthand because when I worked at Disney, uh, I, I worked in marketing at, at, at Disney Channel, and and often we would get products uh, to give away at events, you know, big whatever the event might have been, uh, and also and and promotional items I should say uh, to give away, but then also products from from clients, you know, they would send like here's you know a, the newest video game or whatever else, and then they're giving out you know on air and stuff, all that stuff rigorous safety testing and we had before anything could be even attached to disney we had to go through this this crazy process of uh, amassing all their their exact paperwork when it came to uh when it came to uh safety testing so beware out there parents make sure uh that that if you're getting something off of amazon make sure that it is safe 
for your children. I mean, last episode we talked about the recall on the Contigo water bottles and this, you know, you don't know what you're getting uh, with a non-safety tested toy from Amazon. You just, you just don't. So, so be careful out there. All right. There was an elementary student in, in, uh, in Florida. This was the, the student was actually in Florida. I keep confusing them. Uh, his elementary school had a, a college spirit day, a college spirit day. And all of the kids at the school were encouraged to wear shirts from their favorite college, like their or shirts or hats or whatever it might have been from their favorite college. Uh, this particular elementary school student actually is a huge University of Tennessee fan, but didn't have any University of Tennessee uh, shirts, gear, hats, anything like that. So what he did was to be creative. He wore an orange shirt. If you're familiar with the University of Tennessee, their color is orange. It's a brighter orange, not the burnt orange of Texas, but a little brighter orange. Uh, he then wrote on a piece of paper, like a, a piece of eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, U-T, and then next to that, University of Tennessee on a white piece of paper. And then what he did was he pinned it to a shirt because he wanted to participate in College Spirit Day. Wanted to participate, but he didn't have a shirt. Well, what happened? He goes to school. And what happens with kids? Because all kids are fucking assholes. What happens? He gets bullied right away. Bullied right away for not having an expensive shirt from the team he likes. Bullied. Fortunately, there's great teachers out there. His teacher noticed this and reached out to the University of Tennessee. Reached out to them. They actually sent him a huge, huge box of Tennessee gear, jerseys and hats and all kinds of stuff. Then on top of that, the University of Tennessee took his little t-shirt design and they made t-shirts and they sold them off with part of the proceeds going toward an organization called, oh, I don't have it right in front of me. It's an anti-bullying organization and I just don't have it right in front of me. Stomp out bullying, stomp out bullying. That's the name of the organization. And this poor kid gets bullied because he didn't have a University of Tennessee shirt. I'll tell you, wall fans. Uh, I shed a little tear when I saw this story because I've been there. I've been there. We didn't have a lot of money growing up. We didn't. Not a lot of money growing up. I didn't have team gear, you know. I'm a huge Patriots fan, Red Sox fan, Bruins fan. I didn't have a lot of that stuff. When I was a kid, uh, the one thing I had was a Boston Bruins jersey that my grandmother bought for me. And she had my uncle in Boston go purchase it at the United Center, which at the time was the United Center. That was like my one thing. I grew up in San Diego. While I was growing up, the Chargers went to the Super Bowl and the Padres went to the World Series. And my private school, a lot of rich kids, had little spirit days all those times. And I wasn't even a Chargers fan. I was a bit of a Padres fan. I didn't have shirts. I never shirt to wear. Never did. All these rich kids around me, tons of shirts. They had the, we're going to the Super Bowl shirt, like fucking morning after we knew a team was going to the Super Bowl. Keep that in mind. Not everyone can afford to just have all this ridiculous gear. It doesn't happen in the real world. It's a little education for all of you out there. So good on this kid for finding a creative way to do it. Good on this teacher for reaching out to the University of Tennessee and good on University of Tennessee uh, for what they did, sending him a box of stuff. And in fact, they actually reached out to him and also said that they are going to give him a scholarship, a four-year scholarship. Now, he is an elementary school student. Uh, a four-year scholarship as, as long as he qualifies 
uh, to get into the University of Tennessee. So if he if his grades are good enough and his test scores are good enough, he has a four year ride to the University of Tennessee. Uh, I probably just became a University of Tennessee fan because good on them, good on everyone in this situation except those fucking punk kids that were bullying him. I can't stand that. I can't. I can't stand bullies. I can't. I've been there. I've been bullied myself for the same shit. I didn't have the expensive shoes. I didn't have the expensive shirts. Couldn't afford to have the expensive skateboard. I had to put together my own skateboard instead of walk, having my mom walk me into the shop and just get whatever the hell I wanted. Not everyone grows up with tons of money. Just doesn't happen. All right, I want to get into... Uh, all right, I'm going to breeze through some of this tech news because we are just about out of time here. Oh, oh man. All right, tech news. Light Phone 2. This is coming out very, very, very soon. It is a credit card-sized dumb phone. This is to combat the smartphone addiction. Remember that that Palm came out a little while ago? This is apparently a new iteration. I think it's going to be smaller than the Palm. I am quite interested, uh, really, for concert going, because then my wife can get a hold of me and all this other stuff. Hey, Bridget. Bridget, Green Day, huh? Bridget's joining the, uh, the, the, the stream late here. Green Day, let's talk about getting tickets next week so that we can go to Dodger Stadium. All right, Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, we were talking about them and their non-safety-tested stuff. A report found 4,100 items on their site that were declared unsafe. So some of those were toys, but some of those even included motorcycle helmets. Just don't blindly trust Amazon, people. Like, vet things, don't blindly trust. I know, we're going to the Hell Omega Tour, Bridget. We're going. We're going. New album, February. Hell Omega Tour next June or July, whatever it is. Tickets next week. Can you tell Bridget just joined the, the live stream? I think I was on time tonight, and then Bridget was a little late, so it's this like crossover, like ships in the night. Uh, new Apple Watch was announced this week. Nothing crazy new with it that we can see so far. Of course, more news will probably come out about that. Uh, but the most interesting thing is the cheaper price point. It looks like it's going to be $199. $199 versus the original $399 or $499 that the, that the Apple Watch came out at. So if you're in the market for an Apple Watch, it's going to couple hundred dollars cheaper now when when the new one comes out uh and speaking of new things coming out amazon hardware event is officially scheduled for september 25th uh seems like they're going to do this yearly now with their new hardware announcements uh we don't have word on new products yet but of course there's going to be some new products amazon's really working on a lot of that stuff uh and of course more events launch events coming up microsoft event october 2nd officially scheduled for october 2nd there in new york lots of hardware rumors and in fact the the ceo of microsoft uh, will actually be in attendance. He does not usually attend these product launch events, but he will be there. Uh, based on that, we pretty much know that there's going to be at least a couple big announcements because uh, he will be there. Uh, and... Oh, Microsoft, if you're in the market for a Note 10, you can head on over to the Microsoft Store, uh, and they're giving huge credits, up to $650 credit uh, for some phones being trade in, traded in, specifically the iPhone X10 lines, whatever it is. You can get up to $650 toward a new Note 10. I'll tell you what, that new Note 10 looks pretty slick. It's pretty slick. I've been looking at some specs on it. I, I like my Pixel, man, but whew, you got a few extra bucks to throw around. Get the Note 10. Get the Note 10. Really, I just didn't want to spend the amount of money for the Note 10. But if you're like, oh, I don't care. get the Note 10, man. Uh, like, the Pixel's great. If you don't have the extra, just like a couple hundred dollars to spend on a phone, get the Pixel. But, man, if you're just like, I don't care if a phone's $1,000, get the Note 10, dude. Seriously. Uh, there's apparently a new Polaroid lab for phones coming out. This is You're going to be able to print Polaroid photos directly from your phone. Actually uses the light from your phone to print these photos. 
Uh, and for those of you out there that are on Android 10, if you just upgraded to Android 10 like I did and you don't see the battery percentage on there, but you do want to be want it to be shown on there instead of the actual end time, uh, there is a feature on there. If you open the settings app, type health in the search bar, uh, and then type device health service, you can disable that, and that's actually going to give you the battery percentage on your Android 10 phone if, instead of telling you, like mine right now, if, if I like pull it down, it says like, you're until 7 a.m. And it's like, well, I don't know how to deal with this. I haven't changed it yet because I don't care that much. But for those of you that are frustrated with it, that came up and that's how you can get your percentage back. All right, I got a couple common sense things. Then we're going to wrap up episode 109 here. Uh, GameStop looks like they're going through some store closures. One Up to up to 200 stores are going to be closing, at least 180 stores across the country. This is not surprising. I'm not a big gamer myself, but I, like my friends that are gamers, they post on social platforms, and they're literally just buying games like through services, and they're just downloading them. You don't actually have to go to a store and all this stuff anymore. Uh, and then I know there's all the other little tchotchke stuff in there. We got Target for that. Target sells Funko Pops and all that good stuff. Uh, and, and like nothing against GameStop. It's just I, I'm not surprised that this is happening. Uh, new vans coming out soon. We don't have an exact date yet. Uh, I'm going to guess around Halloween these will be coming out. Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Vans. That's right. Vans just signs on with Disney for everything. And I'll tell you what, Vans. Get the freaking Muppets Vans done. Just call it a day. I know you got all these angsty people out there that love Nightmare Before Christmas. I want my Muppet shoes. I want my Muppet shoes. Please give them to me. Ugh. Asymmetrical jeans, these are apparently a thing. Bridget, are you going to pick up a pair of asymmetrical jeans? Have you seen these things? It's basically a skinny jean on one leg and a wide leg jean on the other. I always say, wear whatever you want. Fashion is fashion. This is fucking stupid. Uh, a couple more things I want to leave you with. There, Apparently, there was a lawsuit. Uh, I believe this was New York. Some a, a neighbor had sued another neighbor because of the smell from their barbecue, and she was a vegan. She, of course, that was tossed out of court, and she is trying attempting to get it to a higher court. Well, a bunch of people got together on social media and decided that they are going to have a barbecue, and it looks like about a 1,000 people are going to show up to this neighborhood and start barbecuing meat outside of this vegan's house. I'm not saying that is something to do. Everyone has a right to be vegan. You don't have a right to complain that your neighbor is barbecuing burgers. I don't complain that my neighbor is burning terrible-smelling incense. You can't get mad that your neighbor is cooking food and feeding their family. And, of course, the most important story of the week. Good on you, San Francisco. Thank you very much for doing this. San Francisco has officially declared the NRA, the National Rifle Association, a terrorist organization. Thank you, San Francisco, for leading the way on that. You kind of are behind on a lot of other things, I'll admit that. But, hell yes, the NRA is a terrorist organization. And come at me, bro, all of you stupid gun owners that like to send me all of the oh you hate guns and all this stuff and you someone's gonna you're gonna need someone with a gun to protect your ass yeah that mass shooting happened in texas how did that go were you guys protected no nobody protected them nobody at all in fact we had a dude who lied about protecting people and then texas police go to find out that he was completely lying uh national rifle association you are a terrorist organization and it's sad that we are coming after vape pens before we are coming after the national rifle association on that note, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, that's going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TellTheWallPod and at MagicMutt. But of course, head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall. Make sure you are subscribed to our channel. And of course, mo nah, not most importantly, but importantly, we're currently live on Facebook. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Make sure you like our page and check back often for things. 
and actually, most importantly, of all those things I just mentioned would be SeanOWorkLive.com. Bookmark it, check back often. You're going to find all kinds of great stuff. And as I mentioned, new content went up on YouTube, new content went up on Facebook, new content went up on the website. Uh, it's all over the place. Make sure you're checking all that stuff out. And make sure you are subscribed. Leave us a review. Tell your friends about Go Tell It to the Wall. Tell, tell your friends how much you love it. Tell your friends how much you hate it. As long as you tell your friends... I'm good with it. I don't care if you love it or hate it. Just tell people and make sure you're subscribed and leave us a little bit of a review if you have time. On that note, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world. This has been episode 109 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common censors, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why, you are doing it. Always, always use common sense.